Hi, this is Richard Jenkins of Black Creek Investment Management. I wanted to give you an update on the International Fund and what's been going on around the world. It's been six months since my last update and many things have happened. Firstly, let's start with the recovery coming out of COVID. As you're all well aware, the US came out of COVID, Canada, then on to Europe, and finally, Asia. So the big part of the first half of this year, China was reopening, and it's been slow. Let's be blunt. It's been hard for them to get back from the total shutdown, the severe lockdown that they've had, but they are. This is leading to increased consumption in the domestic Chinese market and an increase in travel, tourism, etc. Now, corresponding with the whole world recovering out of COVID, we have seen strong labor markets coupled with inflation. This is no surprise given the amount of money that was printed during the COVID lockdown period. So the big question that we're all trying to answer as investment people is for how long does this inflation last and what policies do we use to solve this problem? I don't pretend to have an answer to this question. We have seen different governments choose slightly different approaches, but by and large, they have stopped printing money, in some cases been shrinking the money supply, and in fact, trying to use standard higher interest rates to slow down the economy. We're seeing some success on this front. We're seeing a slowdown in new housing development, finally seeing a slight uptick in unemployment, and we're seeing a slowdown in net wage gains. The noted exception would be the unionized and public sector areas of different economies, which are still pushing for very high wage gains. So in short, we do believe it's going to be a bit of a longer period for interest rates to start to settle down and to slowly come back down to a level that is more normal. But I do wanna remind everyone that normal is not what we went through from the period of 2009 to 2020. A normal rate of interest is somewhere in that two to 4% range with inflation being 2%. If we are in a period where inflation is 4%, then we can expect 6, 6.5%, etc. You see the pattern here. Now, let's talk a little bit about the other major event through the year. What we've seen starting in September was an increase in conflict in the world spreading from not just Ukraine, but into other regions, primarily backed by this theoretical conflict between Russia, its partners, and other parts of the world. This autocratic versus democracy conflict, we think is not going away for the foreseeable future. And it will flare up and flare down, much similar to what the Cold War did in the period of 1945 through to 1990. By and large, this will lead to less freedom of trade, less international trading of goods, and ultimately lower growth across the board. When you add that to a slowing demographic growth in population, it means that organic growth for companies will have to come primarily 
through innovation, new products, new services. So that's what we're focused on in our fund. Now, the one last thing from the bigger picture perspective we want people to think about is there will be a slowdown in the push to adopting some of these new technologies, primarily greener technologies, et cetera. But that does not stop the pace of those technologies ultimately getting adopted. We believe that some of those technologies are transformational. For instance, things that reduce the effect on the environment. Most notably, the one that has been making enormous leapfrogs going, going forward has certainly been solar power. And we think that this will be a transformational technology in the future. We've been looking at different ways of getting at it. Stay tuned in the future. Now, as to the fund, we started off the year quite strong. Rising interest rates have slowed things down. And certainly, we're seeing some slowdown in the consumer post the final sort of rate increases in the early fall. Now, going forward, we expect some of these to start coming back. We expect a pickup in new housing development, most notably in the United States, because there is such an enormous shortage in the US, UK, Canada, Australia, continental Europe, there's a massive shortage of housing. So ultimately governments are gonna to have to stimulate that. We continue to expect infrastructure spending to remain very strong. And while we've got a bit of a lull here in environmental spending, we do think that that will also start to pick up going forward over the next three years. What will get squeezed is consumer spending on what we'll call non-essentials. Now, every household has their definition of what a non-essential is. Every government has their view of what a non-essential is. But I would hazard to guess that putting a roof over your head, keeping the lights on, feeding your family, these are things that will all be very important. Some may argue that uh, the telephone or the connection to the internet is also a, a must-have. Fair enough. We continue to look at opportunities there. So the international space has not been the greatest or the most focused upon area for investors. There's been a, a squeezing of money back to what they think is safe, and that has relatively been the United States. We ultimately think that that starts to reverse itself somewhere in the next 12 months. But we don't know, it could take longer than that. We certainly know that the valuations we're seeing today on many businesses, including the ones we own, are approaching those levels that we saw in the 08-09 period. Whether we look at the value of companies relative to their sales, relative to their earnings, relative to their gross cash flows, we are seeing some very attractive opportunities. Never a promise that things won't go lower, that prices won't go lower in the equity market. They may. It's never a promise that there could not be some sort of major event that drives prices lower. There might be. But I want to remind you that our strategy has always been to focus on companies that are leaders in their field, taking market share from their competitors because their products or services are superior, at least in the eyes of their customers, and finally, at valuations we deem are a significant discount to their long-term intrinsic value. So by doing that, we believe the portfolio will give you a above average rate of return in the future 
and we believe that return will be positive over the next 10 years. Thank you for your time. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns net of fees and expenses payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.